Bonjour, y'all. My name is Allison Saclou, and I'm the host of Allie in France. This is the perfect podcast for anyone thinking of moving to France, traveling to France, a lover of French culture, or a Francophile in general, which is my case. I will be having weekly podcasts, but if you want to be in the know about everything French, I urge you, I insist that you head on over to my Instagram page where I post daily recipes, travel tips, and interesting insights about living in and traveling around the French countryside. My Instagram is Sacleu. that's A-L-Y-S-A-C-L-E-U-X, that's at Sacleu on Instagram. I've also included a link in the show notes, so you can just click on that. Hit that subscribe button so you'll get the notifications when I publish our episodes. And if you subscribe, I hope you enjoy it. Bonjour, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Transplanted to France with Ali Saclou. Um, thank you so much for listening, guys. It's about three degrees. Sorry about the noise. Um, I was shifting around a little bit. Um, it's actually about three degrees Celsius here. Today, that translates to about 37 Fahrenheit, but um, I really like to say it when it's in single digits in Celsius because it makes the temperature sound so much more dramatic. Uh, Like the other day, we woke up and it was negative one outside and there was so much frost on the ground. Um, you know, each like blade of grass was frosted over and it just crunched under your feet when you, when, with well, when the kids and I were walking to school. Um, I think I posted some photos of that or at least me taking princess for a walk, uh, on my Instagram feed. So you guys can check those out. My, uh, Instagram handle is Ali Saklu but I always leave it in the show notes. So, um, easier than writing down my name, you can just click on the link. So yeah, um, we're actually excited because we're expecting snow this weekend. Um, the weather guessers had previously announced that it would snow today, but we woke up today and there's no snow and there's not even frost on the ground. I think we had a, a warm spell <laughs> in parentheses. Um, but yeah, my Floridian slash Ecuadorian kiddos are super excited to play in the snow this weekend. Fingers crossed that the weather, the weather guessers were correct and it's actually going to snow. Um, but my kids aren't the only ones that are excited. Everyone in France is happy because they've eased some of the travel restrictions for the upcoming holidays. Um, as you can see from my Instagram feed, we, well, Princess and I, went for a walk this morning and we were just excited to be away from our house because in the first part of the confinement, we weren't allowed to exercise further than a kilometer away from our house. And then we could only leave the house for an hour 
um, for exercise and outdoor activities. But uh, they've eased that restriction. So now we can be within 20k of our house. And we can be gone for up to three hours. But people still aren't allowed to congregate in groups like larger than your family unit. So the kids and I and Patrick, we can go hiking in the woods um, for a couple hours uh, like we did last, I think it was last Saturday. We went for like an, uh, a 5.8 mile hike or something like that. But um, no, group, no group exercise. So like cyclists, um, hikers that would get together things like that. So it still has to be individual exercise, which is kind of silly because it's outside, but those are the rules. I don't write them. Um, and also, uh, the first part of confinement was a little bit difficult because the only shops allowed to be open were the grocery stores, the bread shop, and the tabac, um, and obviously the gas stations, because, you know, the truckers were still working. Oh, and um, any place that sold newspapers. So it was a little bit distressing for some of the shop owners, because if you were a bookstore that sold newspapers, you could stay open. But if you were a bookstore that didn't sell newspapers, then you had to close. So a lot of merchants were um, up in arms about the restrictions and having to close right before the holidays. So they have allowed all shops to reopen. Unfortunately, the restaurants are still closed. <sighs> I say unfortunately because I'm so tired of cooking. I think I saw a meme that said, I feel like it's, I've cooked 536 dinners this year. Yeah. I'm definitely feeling that too. But, um, even though the restaurants aren't open for dining customers, a lot of them have embraced the idea of carry out. Um, that was, uh, a little bit foreign here, especially in the rural areas, probably in s larger cities like Paris, Marseille, um, bigger cities, it carry outs more the norm. But here in our little rural area, we're excited because carry out is finally being embraced, especially after, um, you know, the most recent lockdown. So I, um, speaking of which, I'm really excited. I got this menu in the mail the other day um, from a friend's catering business, and I just had to share the um, the menu with you guys because I was reading it to my mom, and she got such a kick out of it. Um, so it's 29 euros. Oh, by the way, guys, I say dollars a lot on the podcast. I'm really referring to your euros. I'm still embracing the euro change and the celsius fahrenheit change and you know it's a lot to it's a lot for a girl to get used to so if i say 29 dollars, i'm probably saying euros just fyi side note okay anyway so um our friends 
uh, catering company. They're making homemade foie gras, which is, um, it just means fatty liver, really. Um, so that's going to be served with a fig compote and an onion confit, and that's like the appetizer. Um, they're also going to have shrimp with uh, a saffron sauce and rice with lamb and chanterelle mushrooms. Um, these mushrooms are growing wild here in the woods around our village. So you can actually go and collect them if you have quote unquote permission from the owner of the land. Um, a lot of times you'll see cars stopped on the side of the road, just ran in random spots and, uh, or you'll see somebody getting out with a basket on their arm and then you know that they're going, uh, into one of their secret spots to, to collect wild mushrooms. Um, so also on the menu, they're offering, let's see, roast filet of trout, which comes from the river near our house, uh, quail stuffed with foie gras and chanterelle mushrooms and duck breast with sep, uh, C-E-P, which is French for porcini mushrooms. So obviously it's mushroom season in France because, uh, that's all they have, you know, that's what they're offering on the menu. If you don't like them, obviously they'll put them on the side for you. But, um, oh, and then the dessert menu is so delicious looking. They have a pineapple mousse that's um, got like a chocolate crispy covering. Um, so it's going to be kind of like dome shaped with um, the chocolate over the top. And they're offering cranberry muffins, which I'm jealous of. And I need to find out who their supplier is. Because this year for Thanksgiving, I did not find any cranberries in our little towns, grocery stores, or the larger grocery stores near us, like in Mond. So I'm just going to have to ask them who their dealer is, or their supplier, whatever. <laughs> um, they're also, they also have blackberry panna cotta. Um, and we actually have their wild blackberries from here in Lozere because we have a bunch up in the mountains here and they have vanilla mousse, which my son would probably like cause he likes plain things sometimes and chocolate bonbons. So we're definitely ordering new years from them because like I said, so overcooking. Um, but on a good note they will be opening restaurants on January 15th so um if you either if you live in France or you're thinking about coming here and you want to read more about restrictions and the easement of the restrictions there's a online newspaper called uh thelocal.com it's a newspaper in English where a lot of expats uh get their news um, even though most expats that live in France speak way more French than I do, sometimes reading in French is, well, sometimes it's just nicer to read news in your native tongue. 
whether you speak French fluently or not. I mean, come on, everybody's brain needs a break every once in a while, right? So, um, actually, here in Lozere, uh, if you don't know how to spell it, it's called it's L O Z E R E. Um, it's actually a département or considered a state here in France. So like I said, here in Lozère, we're going to be getting snow this weekend. And in the effort to reduce, reuse, and recycle, we got some sleds off of Le Bon Croix. It's actually spelled L-E-B-O-N-C-O-I-N-E. It's like Le Bon Coin. That's what it phonetically it looks like to uh, my American eyes. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but it's French for the good corner. It's like a non-creepy Craigslist or maybe like an offer up type website where people can post items and sell them. So we got two sleds for the kids. They're just little plastic sleds, um, supposedly with brakes, but judging from the brakes in quotation marks, um, I don't know how much two little sticks that sh that poke down in the snow are going to slow the kids down. Um, I already gave them a pep talk and just let them know that, you know, if they're headed for a tree or something, just to jump off the sled. Like, if the sled hits the tree, it'll be fine. But they're, they might not fare so well. So we'll see how that pep talk works. So, um, we're going to be going up to the Obrock Plateau this weekend. Uh, Obrock is spelled A-U-B-R-A-C. Um, it's a plateau about 30 minutes away from, from where we live, but the elevation is completely different. We're sitting at around a thousand meters here in La Canorque, which is like 3,200 feet in elevation, but in 30 minutes, we go up to 1,500 meters in elevation, so you're talking about 5,000 feet. So we go up, in 30 minutes, we go up about 2,000 feet in elevation, so they usually get way more snow than we do since we're in the valley. So we'll be heading up there to go to go hopefully sledding this weekend. Um, speaking of Obrock, you might have heard of it before, because it's where some of the best beef in France comes from. Um, because that's where the cattle are grazed on peat. It's actually the same type of grass as they have in the Scottish Highlands, interestingly enough. It's a very spongy, damp grass. So these cattle uh, graze on peat all summer long, and they're really strong from walking around on the, on the spongy, um, like really damp, marsh-like grass. So the cattle here are actually really lean and obviously grass-fed. But um, where we live, we get the Obrock beefsteaks for about eight bucks a pound. 
Um, but if you were to buy the same steaks in a market in Paris, it would be about 32 to $40 a pound. Uh, we know this because one of our good friends is a meat supplier at upscale restaurants in Paris, and he often takes back a cooler full of Obrock beef for his family when he comes down to visit. Um, so sorry about that little bit of a tangent, but the beef is amazing here. You have to try it. Um, so we're headed up to Obrock to try to sled this weekend. My car does have snow tires on it. But that being the case, we're still not sure how far we can make it up on the plateau as no one lives there during the winter. And since no one lives there during the winter, they don't, uh, the cities don't clean the roads past a certain point. So up until till Saint-Germain-Doutet, um, we can make it up to Saint-Germain, uh, which is a small village. Um, probably about 10 minutes away from us. But after Saint-Germain, we have to see if some 4 by 4 trucks have cleared a path for us. Um, since it's hunting season in France, there are a lot of 4 by 4 trucks with hunters looking for wild boar, which are considered invasive, and also looking for deer, which obviously are not invasive but um, sometimes their population can get out of control if it's not contained um, since there are no wolves in the, in the woods anymore, so they don't have any natural predators. So if these 4x4s have cut a path in the snow, we'll be, we'll be good to go. Otherwise, we'll probably just park the car outside the village, find some pastures on the side of the road, to slay in I mean you know it's rural France anything is possible out here in the countryside um so if we find snow definitely look out for stories and pictures on my Instagram feed we always post them there um half will be of the children and half will be of our golden doodle princess romping in the snow because she loves the cold weather well she's two she just loves everything that life has to offer her. Um, so that's the news from now, or blah. that's the news for now from France. Thankfully, they're easing up the restrictions on the confinement, and the weather looks like it should bring us some snow. Um, speaking of that, maybe we should get the kids on next week so they can talk about their experience, their fun, the fun they've had in the snow, and even their experience at school, um, now that they've been living here for about six months, um, it should be interesting to see how their opinions have changed. And they have just started wearing masks at school. Well, not just started. They started back after the fall break, which was at the beginning of November. And they're both actually super excited because their dad sent them Star Wars face masks from uh, from Orlando. So Annika has a baby Yoda face mask and Jose Julian has a um, stormtrooper uh, mask. So they're both very excited to be the only ones in school with those. 
Um, but yeah, that should be fun to get them back on this podcast. So thank you for listening, guys. And as I mentioned before, if you want to keep up with us on the day-to-day basis, you can find me at Ali Saklu on Instagram. And like I said before, I will leave that link in the show notes. So au revoir, y'all. Thank you.